joined by the filmmaker Campbell X to talk about Stud Life, a debut feature which is coming out on DVD very soon. Hi, Campbell. Hi, Rosie. Thanks for having me. Well, it's really great to have you because we, we did actually talk about this film on the show about a year ago. We had the two lead actors on um, because it was going to, it was screening at the Pout Film Festival at the time. But also, of course, it's been on at the London Lesbian and Gay Film Festival and, and been on uh, lots of places. Um, so it's it, it was interesting to talk to you because, of course, this is very much a reflection of your own sort of life putting putting that on screen isn't it as as a, as you, you would define yourself as as a stud would you i define myself as masculine center and um yeah. yes you know stud butch those terms <laughs> yes of course what and tell us okay i mean i think we're quite familiar with with what the term butch means but yeah. what what would you define as a stud well um butch is really um a mainstream white gay term okay yeah to describe uh, masculine of center female mm-hmm. stud is actually african-american slang uh, and it's quite okay. old yeah and, where does um, it originate from then um america yeah and it's used by african-american lesbians actually and, wh- and how how where does when does it date back to the term possibly the 1960s so it's mm, not okay. it's not a new term yeah although it's you. become i think more prevalent because of the internet yeah, and so things spread a bit more than you know before when there was no internet. Only certain small groups of people would know about things, okay. but now it's spread out a bit more. Yeah, and what's the, what's the reaction to the film been? Um, the reaction to the film has been great. We won an award yeah. uh, this year, the Screen Nations Independent Brilliant. Spirit Award, which was fantastic. I mean, we were really delighted to win that amongst quite stiff competition. The film has been screened internationally in film festivals in yeah. african film festivals and in uh lesbian lgbt film festivals as well so you know in new zealand in the usa in canada mm-hmm. in trinidad and tobago so we've had quite you know a, a really great response you know when you write something you think only you and your friends are going to see it and like it <laughs> yes and, you know i was really nervous because it's written in like patois and london slang yep. so i was really nervous whether it will translate internationally sure. but it has it done has. yeah which which shows you that our experiences are universal i mean tell us a bit about your experiences of being a queer black filmmaker mm. um because i mean there is still a certain amount of, of racism within the lgbt community and also homophobia within the black community how how do you sort of manage those prejudices and kind of explode some of the myths in your in your work well i think the thing i think prejudice is a really complicated thing yes because um there are different kinds of you know people always say black people are homophobic but they're different kinds of black people yes so they're the extremely religious people who abide by the bible even though they wear mixed fibers and probably eat lobster but Mm. let's draw a veil over that Mm. um and they tend to quote the bible or use religion to justify their prejudices but you know they're people who are liberal you know they're black people who are liberal and who are well read and who are tolerant 
just like they're white people who are prejudiced oh, and absolutely. white people who you know yeah. look at russia hello uh, yes um yeah. i yeah. didn't see many african people there so do, do you know what i mean we make a so, lot of generalizations i think don't we, we do and then we tar like black people are more homophobic no, you yes. know and then yeah, yeah. the white people are, are, are suddenly not you know i think uh, no I no think, i think we all you know yeah i think homophobia is load of communities are. across all all cultures and i think the same with lgbt there there are people internationally who've come to the film you know the mm-hmm. although the film the the friendship is between a white gay man and a black lesbian yes. the images that have been used to promote the film are with Tania Miller and Robin Kerr JJ and L yes Tania was the the lead character who played That's right, the stud character the stud and she had to really transform didn't she she had to transform so you see two black women yes. as the as the poster image but you know a variety of people have come and you know yeah. it's shown in places like New Zealand which is not mm. demographically um, it's much more monocultural than let's say New York yes, or sure. um, San Francisco so I think you know I, I like to look at the positive I guess and see where we've had help and support rather than negative which does exist of and course. you know the film deals it tackles with it tackles homophobia yes it does Yeah, uh, and that's the reality of a lot of our lives but there's also good and supportive stuff as well and you did you did get some support for the film you got a certain amount of funding yeah we got um we got funding from indiegogo yeah so, so we went to the world so we crowdfunding yeah. crowdfunding and um from wonderful supportive investors who invested their own money into the film oh, and amazing. also um from in-kind um uh companies that helped us with their facilities as well Ah, so loads of people came to help of all and that's the interesting thing of all genders all sexualities all nationalities they helped to they just saw this is you know a film that was interesting let's help they did it and i I just feel really blessed about Mm. that i mean i was really amazed that it's actually your debut feature because i've been hearing your name on the scene for for years but of course tell us about the previous projects because you've done documentaries for tv and shorts as well absolutely i've done documentaries for tv so i made um bd women which was another award-winning film that was an out Mm-hmm. And um, a recent film called Legacy as well. That won awards as that well. One, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, I seem to yeah, darn just them. having awards showered on I you. I know, Campbell. but you know what? It's you know, it's it's it sounds all glamorous and everything, but it but it's not. It's it's <laughs> it's always a struggle because filmmaking is collaborative. So you need you don't you yeah. can't just I can't just decide to make a film. I've got to kind of corral people around Get to do people it. People on board. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think. Um, you know you spoke about prejudice i think what tends to happen in terms of certain kinds of representation when people want to give you funding they're very cautious about giving funding to what they think are niche within a niche and what's considered a niche within a niche is people of color in the lgbt yes so um and that's been, you know, I've written films, feature films for years, but and I've and I've pitched it to different funders, but you know, fun, fin, financiers are are risk averse. Mm. So in 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 lots of ways, you have to show, hey, I I can do this. You know, it's a calling card. Absolutely, and we all have to do it at at some point, just to say we can.
Mm. And sort of talking about representation, I find a lot, particularly with, with gay women, there's a lot of pressure on anything that's put out there. For example, when we had lip service on TV recently, it attracted... Uh, I mean, it wasn't my favourite thing ever, but it, it was yeah. fun. But it attracted so much um, quite passionate criticism because yeah. there were so many women who'd put so many hopes onto it that they yeah. wanted to see themselves represented. And mm. I think it must be... You know, it's it's really difficult for anyone putting art out there for a niche community. I think this, there feels like a big pressure, doesn't there? I think there are two things. It's like I I made Stud Life with the collaboration of friends mm-hmm. and private investors off my own back. Lip Service was funded by the BBC. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of like a different level. Sure. You know, when, when you, you find that things are funded by a public service broadcaster, then I think people have every right to critique it mm, because the, yeah. and, and, and reports have come out all the time that the BBC is not very representation of LGBT people. No, it's not. And so you have no. one show, mm. one show yeah. every like 20 years. Maybe that's the first one, actually, every 100 years. <laughs> of course, people are going to pin their hopes on it because they, they think that's going to be the only show ever on the next 100 years. And, mm. I, and you know, we'll be dead by the time another one comes up. <laughs> so um, no wonder people get frustrated yeah. because they know, actually, it's really rare to have um, something that concentrates on any of the those letters the l the g the b or the t we might get little random characters in soaps that might get you know they uh, they end up sort of kind of losing their storyline or mm. something well it, it always used to be a real tragic story didn't yeah. it i mean that's perhaps changing a little bit um mm. but certainly that was the, the archetypal that's right representation no, they're of happy anyone. but minor Yes, yes, I don't know if it's... We haven't reached to the main. <laughs> yeah, the ones they can't sort of, you know, get rid of very easily. Yes. Well, I also wanted to... Because, of course, Stud Life is really looking at um, kind of, you know, female representations of gender and kind of variance and within that. And, and sex and desire, absolutely. But I wanted to talk about... Because um, we talked about the film a lot last year with Tanaya, the wonderful lead actress. Yes. Um, I wanted to talk about gender a little bit because there was a wonderful panel that you were a part of about gender mm-hmm. as part of Women of the World Festival at the South Bank yes. in March with um, Jane Chazelska from Diva magazine chairing it. And you spoke at that. Um, yes, and it was, it was really interesting. Tell us a bit about your memories of that panel because I remember there was some very interesting sort of points that came up. You mean the points I made or the points that were generally made? Uh, well, I think I think there were some interesting points that you made about about <laughs> um, femme women. Um, oh, that I love femme women? Well, yes, and I love I loved the fact that you love femme women. Um, um, but um, I think I think it was you who was talking about how femme women kind of sometimes got a bad press for not looking gay, but you were sort of defending them and saying, well, you know, but they are lesbians and living a gay lifestyle. You know, why it's not yes. really fair to... Well, what I was saying, uh, I I was saying that um, because the whole panel was around gender. Yes. And we don't think of femme lesbians as having a gender Uh because they appear to be normative and just like like what's expected of a woman. Mm -hmm. But what I was saying is their desire isn't what's expected. Got you. That was they what you're saying. They are radical yes. in their desire. So they yes. go against everything that's expected of a woman because usually normatively women with normative feminine appearances are assumed to um, 
want to be desire, desirable to men and mm. they're doing the complete opposite and um, we need to respect that and very often on panels um, lesbian femmes are not represented we don't hear their voices mm. we don't hear anything they have to say about desire and gender mm-hmm. and I find that to mm. replicate particular kind of misogynistic and patriarchal values mm. that says if you're a girl or if you're feminine in any way you have nothing important to say but if you're masculine presented in any way either you're a cis guy a trans guy mm. or you know a butch or stud then oh my god you're interesting mm-hmm. because you know you we, we recognize you as a, a figure of authority and i spoke about that right at, um on the panel and it, it is one of my bugbears actually mm. because i i just think what happened to us all being equal yes <laughs> you know you know where, where did that disappear off to mm. and why is it suddenly like masculinity is is the thing that is exciting and well maybe it's always been like that hasn't it that society val- places a value on masculinity although apparently that's in crisis at the moment as well well i think society has but as far as i was concerned in queer culture that wasn't always the case no. and you used to have the sissy boys who were valued and who, you know yeah. they're uh-huh. part of the vanguard of of our movement do you know what i mean we we did not de- sort of deny these people our peril femme lesbians were at the forefront of gay liberation yeah you know and you know if people read books like um from the author joe nestle or you know see the performances of of lois weaver oh th- yes those yeah, are brilliant. those are pioneers yeah and they were out there and they they are strong and and they're saying things that that are important we're just kind of letting it slip and slip and slip mm. i think but it's it, um i mean it's it's interesting isn't it that whenever we have kind of lesbian dramas on tv that the characters are always very high femme aren't they yeah, they're just yeah. fantasy lesbians for yeah. for men really aren't they yeah. we we don't actually see a lot of representations of the butch or stud no we don't and i think one of the reasons is it's capitalism and capitalism says um, that uh, men have money and usually film or TV tries to atta- attract young males. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the audience that they're interested in and they assume those males are straight. And so if you have any image of women, and this yeah. is also with heterosexual um, representation, any image of, of a woman that is not feminine, that's not young, that's not thin, with mm. big tits yeah. and able-bodied yeah. and white, yes. unless quite light-skinned black woman, then, or, you know, something kind of exotic, then she must not be, she must disappear. And in stud life, I was like, she is going to be at the centre of the frame and you cannot ignore her. You cannot mm-hmm. ignore the beauty, the wonder, the sexual potency and mm. amaz- amazingness, yet complex messiness of the stud mm-hmm. and her desirability and, you know, and her friendship with the gay man as well, because that's quite important. Mm. The kind of gender play between her masculinity and his femininity. Yes, yes, that is very interesting. Yeah. Well, Campbell, just um, tell us how we can get hold of the DVD. It's out on the 8th of July. It's out on the 8th of July. It's on Amazon. So just Google Stud Life Amazon. It'll come up. Or um, and Peccadillo um, Pictures, who yep. are distributing it. So it's www.peccapics.com, P-E-C-C-A-P-I-C-S.com. And it's available 
worldwide. So like anywhere in the world, Timbuktu, <laughs> yep. and you know, out to Alaska, wherever, um, they will put it in a little envelope and send it to you. Brilliant. Very discreetly if oh, you're yes. in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yes, I would, ima- I would imagine we know. so. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, you've got to go in a minute because you're, you're flying off somewhere in the morning. Is this um, a professional trip? Or? Well, I'll be visiting uh, Los Angeles. I'm a juror on, the, on a festival called Outfest. Ah. And Outfest was actually where I had uh, the debut, the, the premiere of, of Stud Life in um, a, f- a festival they have called Fusion. Oh, and that was the very first time my film was shown. So I'm a regular there and they value my work and I'm going to be a juror for their short films. So Fantastic. I'm flying out there to um, participate in that and to have some lovely sunshine. Oh, <laughs> yes, lovely sunshine. I wondered what you were going to say there. I thought you were going to say another word. Be, another, another lovely S-word. thing beginning with S because I, I oh, got the feeling you yeah, quite well, like that as well from I, watching. I would, yes. <laughs> Well, I wish you good luck with uh, with all, all facets of, of that. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> but really, um, thanks very much for coming onto the show and keep in touch about all your projects and hope Will to do. speak to you again Will soon. Do. And I'll tweet everything out about your show as well. I'll do. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Campbell X will check out Stud Life.